0: Happy Halloween everybody and welcome back to the Retro Blood. As we celebrate this great Halloween season with the Retro Blood Halloween episode. Yes, how many times can I say Halloween? I could say it a shit ton. Mm-hmm. Okay? Yep. And we're boy, we're celebrating uh, uh, fun this season, brother, because we are reviewing one of my personal favorite all-time favorite party Halloween horror movies of all time yes if y'all like tits there's a lot of tits if y'all like kids in a haunted hill funeral mansion home if you like demons that look awfully like the ones from evil dead all right if you like lipstick if you like a lipstick in your titty this is a review for you brother because the retro bud is talking all about night of the demons part well or the original original yeah All right, brother. No remix. Yeah, no remix in this bitch. Jay Allison, James Client. What's happening, Allison? How you doing? My mic's all fucked up. What's up? How you
1: doing? (laughs) What's up, man? It's great. I mean, two days till Halloween. We're doing our Halloween episode. We just finished, uh, you know, a nice uh, run of Friday the 13th movies. We did eight of them in a row. Can you believe that? And uh, yeah, it's crazy. Like, it's like a marathon.
0: Can't believe we finished that. Yeah. I thought I was going to get killed somehow during then, you know, and never finish it.
1: I'm just I'm just amazed that uh, anybody's sticking with us after all this time.
0: So, well uh, how could you guys you not, listen bro? to eight of those in a yeah. row? That's great. I mean, how could you not though? I mean, those are really fun. You know what I mean? We have kids, they're out in the woods doing cocaine, getting killed by a crazy mass Frankenstein sailor killer, killer guy. I mean, come on now. <laughs>
1: right. Yeah, but now we're off to uh, our hello, our party episode. This is our party episode. It's starting off uh, it's kind of the second Episode of our third year, so it's kind of a celebration, and it's Halloween in two days. Yes, so we're Happy drinking Halloween, some beers, yes. throwing some back. Happy Halloween, guys!
0: Yeah, we're kind of <laughs> like so. Me and Allison, you know, we lived the gimmick. So what we did was we checked mm. ourselves into the the hall house. Okay. Yeah. And we're we're doing a podcast live from it.
1: Not really, but that'd Absolutely. be fucking awesome.
0: They actually tore that shit down, oh. so
1: I guess we couldn't. Um. Uh, don't break the image. Yeah, we're yeah. Uh, it's all blustery and windy and yeah. dark outside. It's like a yeah. perfect night for horror movies There's and a, and a, there's a stream party.
0: There's a stream coming down from the bottom for mm. some reason. I mean, come on now, what could you not love about you know what we the demons?
1: What we really need is like in the background. We just need like one of those um, sounds of the haunted house albums just playing constantly with like bats and like ghost sounds and stuff. We yeah, sh- we should. That would be awesome. if That was playing in the background.
0: I know. Yeah, you know, this is gonna be a good party. You know, I'm glad everybody can join us over here for the retro button. I cannot wait to talk about this movie. I mean, is there more of a fun Halloween party movie than this? I mean, if there is, I would like to see it because this um, this this pretty much checks all the boxes when it comes to like 80s horror films for me. You know what I mean? Like, you know, for fun, you, yeah, fun, I would say that one. for
1: you, that this yeah. this seems like a. This seems like a James Klein movie, for sure. Um, it's uh, it's very late 80s horror. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I don't know. Um, I don't know if I've seen this before. Um, I knew a lot about it, so it's one of those things where I know so much about it that I'm not sure if I've actually watched it. but um, But I have now, so we're going to talk about it.
0: Yeah, buddy. Yeah, we are because we're gonna be celebrating this fucking Halloween episode. Fantastic! But before we get going, Mm. I have one very important question to ask you, Allison, and the audience Mm. wants to know as well too. What are we drinking tonight, brother? What are you bringing? What do you bring? What are you bringing to the party? (laughs) What you bring to the
1: party? So I stopped off and got me a uh, a nice twelve pack. Um, the multi 12 pack from Green Man Brewery. Let's go. Locally here. Um, so it has their more multi dark beers. So it's got an ESB and it's got the uh, Green Man Porter. So I'm going to be, I'm about to be uh, breaking into a Green Man Porter here in a couple of minutes.
0: Can we hear um,
1: the pop? Can we hear the pop? Yeah. You want to hear the pop? Here we go. Green Man Porter. Heck yeah. Ah, I like yeah. that sound, brother.
0: Sounds good. Yeah. I'm, All right. I can, what do you got? So. Okay, I got, I ne- so I found this one at the Ingalls over here. It's an Oktoberfest. Y'all know I like my Oktoberfest if you've been following along mm-hmm. every episode. And this one's from the, uh, was it Applicate? I'm not Applicate. <clears throat> it's, it's from, uh, let's, let's see, Appalachian Mountain Beery? Yep, yep. Yeah, the Von Watsunder Wharf Oktoberfest. <laughs> <laughs> Probably fucked sure. that one up. So, but yeah, it's pretty good. It's not too bad. It's not like my favorite one, um, but it's okay so far. So I'll be drinking that all night over here. You know, you know who likes, um, um, Oktoberfest? Who is our boy Sal. Sal. He, mm, yeah, he, Sal. Yeah, yeah, he told so. me before he got, um, impaled, he told me that he was a big fan of Oktoberfest and, uh, yeah, he was still waiting to fuck that Judy. So maybe one day I'll get it.
1: Maybe one day I'll get there.
0: <sighs> but let's get this going. Let's get this, let's get this ride going, because I really want to get to the review of this one. Um, so we got a little bit of going on when it comes to the history segment. Um, I know, Allison, you have something. I have something as well, too. They might match up. We'll see. But um, so, you know, every Retro Blood episode, we talk about what was going on in the world of metal music and pro wrestling, brother. And you know yeah. both of those genres, like the party, just like we are. Okay? And you both know they both like drinking beer, just like us. So just like us, like That's why we talk about it, brother. There's some, I didn't get that much beer in this one. It looks like a bunch of, it, yeah, we'll talk about it, but like it looks like she just stole like two beers. Yeah, yeah, But I think our boy Stooge, he's the one that brought everything. So this movie, so this one had like a soft release, probably which we're going to be talking about. In and detroit And detroit yes so yeah. the movie came out september 9th 1988 which is weird because so there's this documentary that i watched on mine because i got the 4k night of the demons uh the box wow, set that, that, okay. that, bro i love this movie i told you man
1: i go that's, hardcore that's, com- that's committed
0: <laughs> i go i got the so this box set allison has like the night oh, of you demons bought a 4k box, box set well, does kind of, not really in the box set, but it's basically like they, the Shop Factory release, like you can get uh, Night of the Demons 1, 2, and 3, mm-hmm. and you can buy them together. not They're not like in a box set together. The only one that has a okay. 4K scan is Night of the Demons original. The other two don't have a 4K okay. scan, but you can buy them all together, and not only do you get that, but I just like cheers, I just cheers my microphone. You can tell we're going to be a little drunk on this episode. So it's gonna be a good one. Cheers. So yeah, cheers your microphone, motherfucker. So, <laughs> so like, so like this, this four, this box set or this, I call it a yeah. box set, but it's basically a collection. It it sure. comes with uh, the movie posters for all three of the films as well too. Plus, it comes with like a special like um, sleeve. When it comes to like uh, new designs of the uh, you know the sleeve, you could put them all. So. And then it comes a bunch of other like little stuff, which I, I totally loved. I, I couldn't wait to get that, to watch it for this uh, um, episode. Um, but uh, when I was watching it, the um, we'll talk a little bit about the history segment, but the writer guy, uh, Joe Augustine, <clears throat> they have a little special interview about how the whole Night of the Demons was made and everything. And I swear he mm-hmm. said the release was in November. So... I was like, fuck, I was a little drinking, watching this movie, so I didn't like catch that. And I tried to watch it tonight when I got home before the dude in the show, but I couldn't cuz I got stuck in traffic and bullshit like that. But everywhere I looked online, it said this movie came out in September. Okay? So, but in his interview, it looked like it came out in November. But I was like, I might the re- I'll, I'll recheck that again. You know what I mean? But uh, and then if it is, I'll say it on like the next episode or whatever. But anyway, we yeah. are gonna use the September release date of uh, September ninth, nineteen eighty eight. I found a couple of little good stuff, Alice. I know you did, but I think my some of my stuff might trump you. So I got uh, September seventh, nineteen eighty eight, brother. Clash of the Champions three. Okay, so you know right before WCW is getting down to the shitter. We're yeah. going to be in the uh, the Civic Center in Albanian, Georgia. All right? So we got about 3,700 people in attendance to see this. And we've, we've talked about some Clash shows before, okay? We where, have, yes. Where it's basically, it's like, it's kind of like the Battle of the Belts. But if the Battle of the Belts was good, you know, like nowadays. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like it's like the bell should be like this. It's basically a a, a WCW pay-per-view, but it's like live on TV for free. So it's kind of like a special, you know, which apparently the 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 Smackdown, uh, you know how it's Smackdown is moving to um, to USA next year. Apparently not only they're not only they're doing that, but they're also going to be adding two specials as well. So maybe we'll have the clash come back. That'd be kind of cool.
1: That would be kind of cool. I have a yeah. feeling they're going to add back a uh, Saturday night show. But I haven't. I don't know that.
0: For I mean, sure. yeah, they're probably. They're like, hey, fuck you. Collision. We're going to fuck you mm-hmm. guys, too, brother. Yeah,
1: Saturday night's main event, 8 to 10.
0: Yeah, so, you know, we, me and Allison are, are busy men because we were doing all of our research on Night of the Demons. We were seeing every aspect of the of hall the House. So I didn't get to watch this, this whole show live. Even that would be kind of a fun little side, you know, podcast, talk about all the clashes and stuff, but Mm -hmm. I'll just talk about some of the, uh, the main matches that happened over here. So, you know, and this does kind of like, um, uh, kind of like kind of close to what we talked about, um, um, last week, but except that one was 1989. This one's 1988. So, you know, we, we, we've already had the the sale to WCW because I believe Mm -hmm. that happened in August of 1988. So you know we're yeah, fresh it just th-
1: Would have just happened.
0: Yeah. So we're freshly there. You know we still got some stuff in the works, brother. But check out this match. So we have in like the middle of the card, Dusty Rhodes defeated Kevin Sullivan. That'd be an interesting yeah, that's match. That's not even your main event. It's not even your main yeah, event. Yeah, that would be cool. To see. Yeah. Well, Gary Hart was there too, Sneak it around, brother. So that, that's a very interesting match. Like you. Like I'm pretty sure they fought each other a lot a lot of times before. Dusty Rhodes and Kevin mm-hmm. Sullivan. But that seems like a very good uh, feud there. They seem like they would go pretty hard with each other. So, another one is an interesting one. Ricky Morton in a singles match. Ooh, rare. This is probably when uh, uh, Robert Gibson wasn't, wasn't around. He defeated... That's what I was thinking. Yeah. He defeated Ivan Koloff with Powell Jones, brother, in a Russian chain match. Allison... How many Russian chains matches have you been in, brother?
1: Have I been in?
0: Yeah. Who did you ever Zero. beat?
1: Zero. Zero. I never beat anyone in the Russian chain match. Fuck. Never.
0: Do you, hard, could, uh, to, do you think I could it's Do you think I could have had a Russian chains match with Susan?
1: Yeah, but you would have lost. Yeah, no. <laughs> Fuck, that'd have been a great match though. I always wondered about the Russian chain match because yeah. is it like why 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 is it particularly Russian?
0: Well, you know, it's red.
1: Like, the the ch- the chain is red. I have no idea. <laughs> <laughs> I, I've always wondered that. Like, why is it a why is a chain a particularly Russian thing? I well, it's
0: probably because there's a Russian in there. All
1: right. Well, there's a so well technically any kind of match is a Russian match if you have one of the Koloffs in there. But all
0: right, let me see if still. I can, let me see if I can get a picture of this one. Russian chain match. Okay, there's no, let's see. Because i would be, a, you know, at least a picture of it or something. Tell me what a, where's Siri when you need her? Tell me what a Russian chain match is. <laughs> that'd be nice. I like how I put Russian chain match, and it came up with an article saying, Analyze what Russian chain match stipulation adds to John Cena versus Rusev. When the fuck did they have a Russian chain match?
1: I don't know, neither one of them are really Russian. Well yeah. I guess uh I guess Rusev was pretending to be Russian.
0: So it what says the in. Russian the Russian chain match is in the same family. Yeah. Has the strap match, the dog collar match, and the Texas Bull Rope match, and any other contest where the two warriors are tied together. So Yeah, it, it's mo-
1: it's more yeah. like a dog collar match.
0: Yeah. But you know, uh, it, it's a dog collar match. But we're gonna since there's a Russian, Russian. in there, it's a Russian right. chain, brother. Okay,
1: <laughs> so get get it
0: straight. Okay,
1: gotta get it straight. Yeah, I gotta gotta figure out my uh, my ethnic uh, yeah. stipulations.
0: So the um, the next match we have the main event of the Clash Champions. Pretty good match here. Our boy Sting, all right, is back, brother. Fucking probably like fucking. He would have fit perfectly in this movie. Neither the Demon Sting, but his little buzz cut. Yes. And every, except he would have been like fucking way huger than everybody. All right? That's that, uh, that's that cute boy that Susan was working looking for. with Sting, brother. He never showed up, was though. Sting. So Sting defeated uh, Barry Windham by disqualification in an NWA United States Championship heavyweight match. So, you know, I can see that kind of nowadays where they can have like a clash and they can have Gunther. You know what I mean? Headline it. Yeah. In a good old match. So that's kinda yeah, like what they were well, doing here.
1: Right. And then they could have Gunther lose by DQ. Because they've already screwed up his uh his his uh, undefeated streak.
0: Well, kinda I mean he lost by count out.
1: So. But that's still a loss though. Yeah. He's now they can say he's never been pinned or tapped out, which is true, but he was he hadn't been beaten by anybody ever. I don't think. And then he uh and then you know he got counted out.
0: Well, you know, and it happens. But you know what I mean? Happens. And, like, you know... Yeah, you could
1: have him lose by Sting, DQ.
0: Yeah. You know, and Barry Wendell, he probably just got too, you know, anxious, so he just lost by DQ. You know what I mean? You get a yeah, little anxious.
1: beat Sting with a chair if I had to guess. And
0: I'm pretty sure this is when uh, Barry Wendham, like we talked about, I'm pretty sure it was on the um, the Jason number seven, where... where, mm-hmm. um, where uh, um, uh, 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 Barry Wyndham turned heel and he joined the Four Horsemen. This is during that yeah. time period, so that's why Barry Wyndham came out with JJ Dillon. So, and like I was saying on that episode, too, everybody check it out in the archives. That Barry Wyndham, um, uh, he he's always looked fondly upon being part of the Four Horsemen. You know, he, he actually took the uh, uh people, a, a lot of wrestling fans, and a lot of like wrestling historians actually really like this era of the Four
1: Horsemen with Barry Wyndham in it. Uh- I mean, personally, I do. And one thing that I'm learning as we're doing this show, because, you know, like, I really just have those memories, right? Like I've talked about a bunch of times where I just have those memories of watching Crockett television. And if you had asked me before we started doing this show, if I was still watching wrestling in 1988 or 89, I would have told you no. But we had this conversation earlier in one of the years that we've been doing this show where I remember Barry Windham being in the Four Horsemen, but I don't remember Lex Luger being in the Four Horsemen. Yes. So, I must have still—I must have been watching wrestling. I mean, I must have still been watching wrestling in '88. Um, you know.
0: So. Well, you, you might have like stopped and then maybe saw it again. That that happens. Maybe. A lot
1: Cause, maybe, yeah. Because it's weird the things I remember and the things I don't. Yeah, because
0: but. I've been watching wrestling pretty much nonstop since like 1998. Okay, and we're like mm-hmm. you know we're in. And shoot, we're in twenty twenty three right now, brother. Not nineteen eighty eight, even though I wish I was in nineteen
1: ninety eight right now.
0: Motherfucker, Total. if I was in yeah. nineteen eighty eight right now,
1: this would be wild. Or even nineteen ninety eight. Yeah. I mean, that would have been some good wrestling too.
0: So so, you know, there's been there's been, you know, years where I know I was watching wrestling, but I can't remember mm-hmm. the fuck, you know the
1: Bastion brothers. I don't fucking know what they did. You know what I mean? <laughs> you know, Yeah.
0: You've been watching for so I mean, long. You probably just forgot,
1: you know? Maybe. Yeah. I probably just forgot, but you know, like I, I know I've, I there over the years, I have stopped watching it to come back. Cause like most of, uh, probably CM punks run in WWE. I didn't, I'd never watched. Yeah. Um, like I kind of stopped watching it around 2011 up until probably 15, 16, maybe. Yeah. Um, but then even then I wasn't really watching WWE very much. I was still just watching like ring of honor and stuff like that. Well, you know, what
0: you need to do Allison. You gotta get go yourself, and watch it. you gotta
1: go get yourself
0: the cock, the peacock and you know, he relive all the glorious memories from, uh, well, I got
1: the peacock. I got the peacock. I don't know if I want to watch those, uh, 2010s memories or not, but we'll see. Was Eugene still on the show at that point? No, I think no? he was like, I think he was like,
0: Oh, eight, I believe. Oh yeah. seven or eight. I believe I could be wrong. So, yeah but uh, you know not a bad anyway. class show you know i always loved those class shows super exciting you know during that particular period you know what i mean so you know the the i'm pretty sure the reason they created that we've talked, talked about this before you know was to counter program a lot of wwf stuff so yeah i was
1: about to mention that wasn't it wrestlemania or no, or was uh, it th- this one? Wasn't Survivor Series, but uh, no, no, no it, it, but the Clash one wasn't it? Wasn't it to counteract WrestleMania?
0: Yes, it was a counteract rest, really Yes, WrestleMania Five, yeah. I believe. And yeah. the reason they did that is because Vince McMahon put on Survivor Series to, can, to counter Starcade. So you know the yeah. war is the war is on. Even though like at this particular time, the F is uh, uh, taking over, brother, and they they would yeah, pretty much win. Over. Even though, like, okay, I know we're getting off-topic here. It's probably because I'm drinking. but And then after this, we'll go on to some of the music stuff. But, okay, so to me, if you watch, like, the 90s WCW, like, compared to, like, the early 90s WCW to the early 90s WWF, there comes a point where this early 90s WCW is way better. (laughs) Like, just way fucking better. And it was the era where Vince McMahon pretty much, like, was getting rid of all the older talent, you know what I mean, and he was on the trial like ninety four, I would say, I guess that's around there, 93, 94 Like WCW's like in ring work was way better than than uh, the than the F's work. So it's it's pretty it's pretty amazing that the F like stayed, you know, hot until WCW got really hot with Hogan turning heel and everything. So it's very interesting to see yeah. how it all happened, and you know, during like it, it, over here, like even though. Crockett was strong and definitely was a top promotion in you know the United States in the eighties. That fucking WWF was just too big, man. You know what I mean?
1: Yeah, so, I mean WWF was I mean, you know, it's just like it always was. They were superheroes. They were larger yeah. than life. They were just like cartoony characters where WCW was still very real. It was just two guys fighting. Mostly. Yeah. You know, you didn't have uh uh what's the what's the bird that ashed out of the egg
0: yeah um uh yeah uh, uh uh fuck gobbledygooker brother
1: Gobble, yeah there's no gobbledygooker and yeah. and and wcw well yeah Just there was there, yeah well, later on there would be later on there would be things like, like that yeah, yeah after they the dings the or
0: time. something yeah yeah the ninja yeah. turtles
1: or that there <laughs> was that, the, that, that that was <laughs> yeah
0: whatever <laughs> Fuck it, brother. Fuck Ninja Turtles. We're going to talk about some tits here soon. Anyway, everybody, speaking of of demons and Mm -hmm. possession and, you know, tits and beer, check out this metal I got going on for everybody that came out September 13th, 1988. Ooh, I know what you're going to say. And this band goes perfect for this movie, okay? And I'm talking about the one and only the King Diamond has returned to the
1: retro blade, no, mm. oh,
0: yeah, King because because we are talking about the album they put out them, okay. And mm-hmm. I gotta be honest with you, hold, for, for a second, I like King Diamond. Mm-hmm. The guy's cool. The visuals of King Diamond is great. The music videos are fantastic. I uh, love it. You know, he is. He does the whole creepy, um, you know, horror movie goth stuff really well. Yeah. But I gotta be honest with you, like I wasn't really digging this album that much. Uh, this one really, yeah. I mean, I like the first two tracks, "Out of the Asylum" and "Welcome Home," but then other than that, like once it got kind of past that, I was like, okay. I don't know, man. I don't know if I can keep That's doing weird. it just screaming weird, the whole time.
1: Well, I mean, you either have to like that, or you know. I mean, you're either you're either in a metal or you're not. If you, if you're listening to King Diamond, but yeah, um, but yeah, it's like um, King Diamond is his solo albums are like. I'm trying, it's, it's almost like a movie. Like it's really, you can't just put on one King diamond song and say, I'm just going to listen to the song. Like it's, you know, it's like, it takes you on a journey. Yeah. And them tells a story and, you know, not that you can understand any fucking thing you saying, I guess you can read the lyrics, but, um, but it's, it's like, um, it's like a journey. So it's, it's, it's like, it's hard to like, just immediately get into it, but like, it's just, it just takes you on this long, like story. And then, and then you get to a conclusion. But um, I love this album. I think Zim- them is one of his best albums.
0: Yeah,
1: one, it's one said, of like, my favorite albums.
0: I, I was like in the beginning of it. It just maybe you know I was gonna. Be, I'm kind of weird though. Like I always have mm-hmm. to like I listen to an album, and at first like I don't know what it is. It's like I try like to like. It's like I don't like it at first. Almost any album I hear, and then I yeah. give it some time, and then I end up loving it. Is that weird? It's kind of weird, huh?
1: No, I mean, it, yeah. I think that I think that good music is like that. I think yeah. that really good music, you maybe not necessarily get the first time you listen to it. You
0: gotta be in the right mood, you know what I mean? You gotta be like sure, the right yeah.
1: mood. You gotta
0: go with the right stuff, you know? Because you know, like during for this podcast, you know, for the longest time, I'd even listen to Iron Maiden. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. They start talking to them about them all the time, and I listened to them. I was like, ah, and, you know, they they know how to play their gimmicks. But then, you know, after a while, I gave it some gave us some listening to and I was like okay I found a couple of songs that I like that I can like you know really get into on my own so it just takes a while
1: yeah which you you tend to like more of the um, gimmicky horror movie gothy type stuff well yeah brother I just told you
0: Night of the Demons is one of my fucking favorite movies ever. doing every (laughs) year exactly
1: (laughs) right that's a perfect example but like you know like you like bands like God like um uh Wow, uh, that the band that band's name just left me. The band that we went to see, in Greensboro.
0: Oh, um, yeah, yeah. The, the uh, fuck, I can't even say their name. That band, yeah.
1: <laughs> you know, with the face pain and the yeah, and the, yeah, gimmicks, you, you know, you kind of that Victorian kind of yeah. goth stuff. You kind of like that, which is surprising that you wouldn't like them because that King Diamond album is like full of that. Yeah.
0: Well, like I mean, you know say, like I, mean? I like, think. I, like i said i I told you you know when we talked about king diamond in the past i do like yeah. a lot of this stuff and i do like merciful fate a lot it just mm-hmm. you know maybe at the time i was listening to this i was like oh i don't know if this one's my favorite one that he does this album but it's still fun though i still had a good time listening to it
1: yes it is a great album and um hopefully he'll tour soon because he's supposed to be doing a new album and we can uh Go see King Diamond, and we can do that'd a show pretty, from the road. That'd hopefully. be pretty wild.
0: Yeah, because I've never seen King Diamond before, but I bet a show would be fucking awesome. So, and like I was saying, like this album, I mean, fuck, can you? I mean, imagine like watching Night of the Demons, and a couple of days later listening to this. I mean, they pretty much like merged together like a big like, you know, fucking pumpkin pie. You know what I mean? Just fucking
1: a <laughs> pumpkin pie. You know what yeah, I mean, I love you put a little
0: pie. pecans on your pumpkin pie. Good to go, brother.
1: Love it. Yeah, good to go.
0: So we're moving this on because this is the Halloween party. Okay? And I'm about to bob for some apples with some razor blades in them right now.
1: Oh, and yeah. we're gonna
0: talk about who book this shit, brother. Okay? When it comes to Nine of the Demons. So So there's not a whole lot like written down about Nine of the Demons, because there really wasn't like a whole lot of like drama backstage or any kind of like, you know, big like script back and forth we don't have a but you know like you know on the friday movies we're talking about all kinds of shit like people had this idea people had that idea they're rewriting this or bringing it back because of money no no i mean it's pretty simple um production when it comes to night of the demons so our writer is the guy i mentioned earlier uh joe augustine he's the one that wrote the uh, night of the demons script okay and pretty much what he did was he 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 wanted to break into the film industry, and I think this is pretty. You know, we talked about this before, Allison. And I think this is like something that's like a pretty you know, cool thing in my in my view. It's a cool thing where, you know, you're trying to break into an industry, and we're gonna go for what's hot at the time, and of course, you know, like when it comes to horror movies around the 80s, they were super hot. Like, he was saying there was, like, just in 1988 alone, he said there was over, like, 96 fucking horror movies made. And I'm just like, when he said that, I was like, well, fuck, bro, we pretty much got a podcast forever. You know what I mean?
1: Exactly. (laughs) That's just one fucking
0: year. So the reason he made a horror movie, you know what I mean? Because, you know, he liked the genre and everything, but he also wanted to break into Hollywood, and that was the easiest way to do it. You know because you know cause horror movies are kind of like the um, it's, it's kind of like the reality show business. You know what I mean? Like it doesn't cost a lot of money to to exactly. make a horror movie, and you get a big return on them. Okay, right.
1: That's why, yeah. like you know, like like I've always said, like ho- no horror, hardly any horror movie in history has ever lost money because they're so ch- they, they they're so cheap to make. Yeah, that even if they just have a modest you know turnout at the theater they're going to make their money
0: back. Exactly. So, basically when he wrote this script, he was shopping it around a little bit, and he had a couple people that he wanted to um sell the script to like there were his friends that he knew. But his mm-hmm. uh, agent like kind of like denied him a little bit. Like I guess they were trying to find like the most money. Cuz you know, back then not only did the actors have an agent, but I guess the writers had an agent too. You know what well, I mean? Oh, sure they do. I'm sure the, they all yeah. Have agents. Yeah. So they eventually uh, sold the uh, the movie rights to I- um, International Film Marketing. That was a distributor. And uh, so we, they started working on the film like right away around like night. I think he said he wrote it in 1985 and he started working on it around like 1986, ni- 1987. They start filming everything. Um, yeah. Apparently it only took like. Uh, it only took like a well the, the the scenes in the house that they got. So they, they used mm-hmm. the house. It was they said he said he got pretty lucky about the house that they, they used for the the hall house. Um, it yeah. was actually a real house that they used. Like what we're seeing is a real house. Like they didn't build it or nothing. They didn't have like built it on the stage or anything. They found okay. it in um, they found it in Los Angeles. And they said the house was on the same strip as some of the um it's like 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 uh, supermarkets and stuff around the same kind of like strip area, and they yeah. couldn't tear down the house at that particular time because it was uh, it was marked marked as a, a historian place. It was like a historic right. place. So he said they got to rent it out for about like a month or a month and a half. He got they got to rent it out, and he said it was really cool because he said like the 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 space around the house was so big. That they could park their production trucks and all these other cars around there and just leave them there, so they didn't have to like take like three or four hours to set up production each time like basically they would just walk right in and everything would be there, and like you know for filmmaking, that is super rare because half the time <laughs> when you're doing fucking film production, it's all about the setup before you can actually yeah. even shoot, so yeah,
1: half your day is just setting stuff up,
0: yeah. So they got super lucky when it comes to that. And like of course he was trying to look for something like that too because you know it would help out the cost. Because you gotta think about it, you know, when you have like a filming location, you gotta bring trucks out there, you gotta bring the crew out there, you gotta put them up for the night, you gotta have the food there, you gotta have this, this, and this. It's like it's a lot that adds up. You know, but if you're already established there, you can just walk right in, get some makeup on, good to go. So Exactly.
1: And I was actually gonna ask you what you knew about the house because some scenes like the scene where they first pull up to the house. Yeah. And it shows it full frame. It looks like a model. So, like, it looks like the house itself was a model. And then they just mocked up a front. Yeah. Like, when they're standing at the wall. I, I guarantee you that wall was a mock-up. Like, they probably put that. No. Out. he actually, like, No, um, no, no,
0: no. He actually said that wall was the there. house. It was part of the house. Oh, really? Because he okay. said the original idea he had was that there was going to be like these trees and these trees had like some like powers on them. And those would be the powers that were like blocking the demons in. But he said, because mm. there was a fucking brick wall there already established. He was like, well, this is fucking right. That in, I'm just going to put this stream under there under the wall. Yeah. So, but yeah, the wall okay. was over there, brother. Yeah. I'm, I'm pretty sure, like, the, there might have been some film scenes that are maybe, like, you know, mocked up a little bit. But pretty much majority of the whole house parts were all that whole property. Which is pretty amazing.
1: Mm, okay. That you is know? pretty cool.
0: So, um, but, you know, unfortunately, I think it was, like, after number two or something like that, they actually en- ended up tearing down the house um, that this one was filmed in. Because I don't think they used it for number three but um, okay
1: so in the other movies they go back to the same house again
0: uh i don't quote me on that because Mm. the number two number two does have a little bit of an interesting um backstory on it and i do want to do those movies sometimes we might have to say those for the lights out because they all have it in the 90s um but basically Mm. number two is like this he got this script from a friend and he wrote this script for that and I, don't, I think they might have used the house, but I'm, I'm not exactly sure. But I know in number three, they didn't have access to the house. <clears throat> and okay. number three was actually r- written by the director of this film, Kevin S. Tenney. And our boy mm-hmm. Kevin, he is known for doing the film Witchboard. You ever heard of Witchboard there, Allison?
1: Yep, I love Witchboard. We're going to do it on the show one day.
0: Yeah, he did Witchboard 1, and he did Witchboard 2, brother. And he's actually... And he also- Go ahead.
1: Because he also did Witch Trap, which is a completely different movie wow. about witches. Well, maybe um,
0: maybe when the board did something, he can now trap him. Nothing. Uh,
1: okay. Potentially, yes, yes. Witchboard. Uh, yeah, we'll do we'll do the witchboard movies. We'll do a witch month or something and do uh, do the witchboard movies.
0: Too bad we can't do P- uh, uh, Pinocchio's Revenge.
1: Yeah, I know. It's sad. <laughs> Classic. That Blood one is
0: be fucking wild. So a couple other stuff about this film that it's like blatantly obvious when you're watching this shit, you know what I mean? It's like, hmm. c- c- can we take, e- can we take anything more from evil dead?
1: You know what I mean? <laughs> it, it's very evil dead. Like, <laughs> yes, for sure.
0: So, but you know, the director, he's on, I mean the writer, he was very Joe. He was very honest about it. It's like, yeah, he's like, I got, he, he got his ins- inspiration from three films. The first one was the exorcist. Okay. Because of all, you know, the, the, um, uh, demonic possession okay number two was obviously evil dead because of the way they did the whole demons and how they infested people's bodies and actually i was surprised mm-hmm. and i was like no shit the third one was friday the 13th that we just did on the retro blood
1: and uh, that, that one was I don't big, see that at all
0: okay i don't either but, but how you explained it was it was like okay you know friday the 13th had a centralized area where all teen- teenagers got killed that's where he got. Well, yeah, idea. but
1: his movie has a centralized area because that's what they could afford. Yeah, like but- they could afford one location, so that's what they had. Yeah, just like a Friday the Thirteenth. Yes, so that's what
0: he was going for. So mm. to me, like I, I this stretch it was a little bit of a stretch with the Friday the Thirteenth because you know if you think about it, I guess it was just the teenager part. That's probably what it was—the teenager part. Okay. So, um, so he also was saying too that the uh uh uh, there's some like you know when his original script was a semi different than what we saw on on the film on the screen of course because of some of the productions uh changed up up a couple things Mm -hmm. and he said like his original script was like a little bit more less campy than this movie was i was like it's like which part did you take out was the sour apples (laughs) part like what the hell you talk about less campy and apparently um, the uh, the character Max, you know, the guy who was a doctor one, fucking on that Asian girl. Mm, you know what I mean? Apparently he was supposed yes. to be, like, way hardcore. Like, he was supposed to be, like, this, like, rich kid that hated his dad, and he had a fucking sack of drugs. Like, heroin, cocaine, and shit. And I was like, damn. He's like, I yeah, guess, they didn't really like that too much, so we had to cut that part out. I was like, just imagine. Okay, just imagine.
1: <laughs> wow. Yeah, so basically... Yeah, because that's what I kind of took out of this, like yeah. not knowing anything about how this movie was made, is that they wanted to make it campy and silly. Yeah. Um, like it's just kind of like this movie is just like kind of really surface level. Like there's nothing to think about in it. Like it's just
0: oh, I think about a lot it's just stuff.
1: something you you can, it's just something you can just put on and and you, know, you can watch it, but you don't really have to think about anything. It just kind of goes.
0: I was like, um, I was like, know? how am I gonna get this Angela girl to party with me? That's what I was
1: thinking. Well, no, it's
0: true. Good point. So, but uh, you know, so you know, so this movie, you know, it, you know, at the at the beginning, you know what I mean. I think this movie, over time, like gained a lot more popularity, like a lot of other films do. You know what I mean? Because yeah. probably at this time when it came out, people were like, ah, it's just another horror movie and stuff. But, you know, the cool thing about this one, though, is at least the, uh, the the Joe guy, he was going for, he wasn't just going for like a normal slasher in the 80s. You know what I mean? he At least he was bringing back some of the demon stuff, you know, yeah, that we that we talked about. And I, I do like the, you know, you got to mix it around. Like, we we just did fucking eight episodes about a slasher, Jason.
1: Yeah, we did We did two months of slasher because.
0: Okay. So it's nice to like find something else, you know what I mean? Like it's nice to go down to like something different than like just a normal slasher. Yeah.
1: You know? Right, cuz you can say what you will about this movie, but yeah, it it it, it could he could have just made a simple slasher movie and not had to have any makeup really. Yeah. And made it probably cheaper than he even made this movie. And you know, everything would have been cool and he would have made money off of it, but he didn't. He wanted to do this demonic possession movie, which is kinda cool. It's just like, you know, if you compare it to Evil Dead, it's nothing. You know what I mean? Like like Evil Dead's a way better movie than this. Demons one and two are way better movies than this. But for what it is, I mean, you know, it's it's entertaining. It it's it's a cult classic. It's like definitely was saying, a cult
0: classic. I did not say this is my favorite movie of all time. I said this is my favorite Halloween party movie of all time.
1: I see. So now we have stipu- right. we have stipulations. You gotta but, hear my okay, words, brother, enough.
0: because demon you all know, know I love Demons One and de- Demons, Evil Dead. You know I love all those shit. <laughs> And those yeah. are well more well produced movies, but when yeah. it comes to Halloween, it comes to dressing up, it comes to drinking beer, cocaine and mm-hmm. sex, brother, you can't beat Night of the Demons. I love it. No. You're right. Speaking of that, let's get into it, brother. Let's get into the full review on this Halloween edition of the Retro Blood talking Night of the Demons.
1: Let's do it. Let's
0: do it. Oh, I like that beer. There you go. Still going. Still going.
1: Spooky, deserted mansion, Halloween night. All right, dude! And to dusters, <clears throat> let's party! Ten kids. All they want to do is raise a little hell. Now, as long as they live, they'll wonder... What's gotten into them? Night of the Demons.
0: Blessed be the sinners, for the Day of Atonement is at hand.
1: Stop looking at me! Ah! Come yeah. the demons party till you drop okay do you need no breaks or let's just try this let's just try and go through it
0: yeah we'll be good all right so actually you know this movie is pretty um interesting because our intro is actually an animated intro but I think it's I like love su- this. Yeah, I thought it was super cool for the time period. You know what I mean? Because you don't really see that. You know, mostly will see like a blank screen, maybe some like, you know, photos, you know, maybe some, you know, interesting text on there and stuff. But I actually thought this one was pretty cool about showing like the whole like animation, you know, demons flying around, Hana House and shit going on. I thought that was super sweet. So, yeah,
1: very creep show like, I thought.
0: Yeah. Yeah, definitely around there. So I thought that was cool. So, you know, <laughs> this movie was wild, okay? So, they show a pumpkin on this guy's car. This guy's, like, driving super fat. Like, I want to know how he did that. Like, did he, like, nail gun it. the p- pumpkin to the car? Did he? Scoot? I don't think
1: that would have worked. Did he fucking, <laughs> no like, hammer
0: it to the car? <laughs> like, I don't know I mean, how pumpkins this
1: pumpkins are pretty soft. I mean, pumpkins are pretty soft. I have no idea how he attached that pumpkin to the car.
0: Well, apparently our boy Stooge... That's his name, Stooge. Stooge.
1: <laughs> Stooge, with the pig mask. He kind of
0: remind me of. Uh, nose, he yeah. kind of remind me of uh, Ralph from uh, uh, WCW. Remember, he used to come out with Jericho. You don't remember yeah. that? Yeah, the okay. fat Ralph? I, No, I remember, remember that.
1: I guess I could kind of. Well, that, that. That's what.
0: He, that, that's why I picture Stooge like when he like aged in the in the nineties. That's what he looked like. <laughs> so Ralph okay. is there with Roger, okay, hmm. and then. Um Helen's and the, uh, the Helen. Okay, so Helen, it's not his girlfriend's Helen. Okay, so basically we have a, like a car full of three kids, and you could tell they're driving somewhere. And we have Stooge, who's like this guy with the pig pig nose on. Helen is right beside the seat, and then Roger was in the back. Mm-hmm. And I swear the first fucking line this Roger, this St- St- Stooge guy said, or maybe it wasn't the first line, maybe it was the like second, because he's drinking a beer, brother. All right, ready to party, rock and roll, like he's already ready to go. Yeah. Throws a beer yep. out the fucking window, and then he's like, "Hey, bitch, take the wheel." I was like, "Damn, we're starting off hot here, brother." Okay, I see. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, "Damn, okay." So Helen takes the wheel, so this guy can moon an old guy. But he didn't really moon him. He just like showed him his like red underwear.
1: Yeah, he didn't pull his. He didn't, he didn't yeah. pull his underwear down. To be to really moon somebody, you gotta be bare ass. Yeah.
0: So he showed the um, the old geezer. Walking around, that they all call him. He actually has a name. His name is, uh, uh, fuck, what was his name? Oh, they just called him Old Man. <laughs> yeah,
1: his name his was name Old man. man. I like it. Oh, Old Man.
0: So this guy, Old Man, like telling the kids, like, oh right, go, for, you know, fucking kids, you know, piss off you fucking kids, you know? And then he gets mm-hmm. scared it- by this other kid showing him a rat which we meet that this character is going to be named uh, Sal, and we'll get to him pretty soon. And and then the old guy's like, you fucking asshole. He's like, well, whatever, man. Whatever, old guy. don't like your pacemaker go off. And then the old guy drops all of this fucking shit on the ground. And he's picking yeah. up. Oh, go ahead.
1: No, I was going to say, did you did you see what he was carrying, though?
0: Yeah. He was carrying apples, and he was carrying razor yeah. blades.
1: Exactly. You know what that means.
0: That means he is ready to fuck up kids' nights for trick-or-treating.
1: Exactly. That means he hates trick-or-treaters, which means he yes. hates Halloween. So, fuck him. Yeah, fuck that guy, brother. This is... Yeah. Yeah.
0: So, he is like the uh, the Scrooge of our story, I guess. Exactly. And then we have... Uh, <laughs> this part was pretty wild. Then we had uh, uh, Jody. She showed up by, right behind him. And she was trying to help mm. him out a little bit. And then old man just like get your hands off me you fucking whore I was like mm. damn bro this is only the first five minutes of this movie yeah.
1: <laughs> what a terrible person this guy is
0: and then she says oh, I don't want to help you out anyway and he's like oh you fucking kids suck I hate all you kids and he's like I'm gonna get you all tonight and that's when we can see that he actually has apples and razor blades yeah. so cause like you know during this you know we we actually talked about this on our Halloween 2 episode going back to uh, last yeah, year yeah bring that up <laughs> about the fucking because remember that kid who went to the hospital got he ate an apple maybe he ate an apple from this guy you know what I mean maybe 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 oh, he shit. went to this guy's house are but you yeah, telling still, me that neither demons still, yeah. and halloween 2 are connected in the
1: same universe yeah they're in the same universe imagine so same imagine loomis this happening in this fucking yeah. movie
0: yeah i would have exploded six
1: times i would
0: yeah. i i i would have just i would have exploded if he was in this
1: movie yeah but this was a big deal at the time. Like there was yeah. a lot of like talk about like razor blades and apples and candy having needles in it and yeah. stuff like that. Yeah, yeah, you don't really hear course, too much of that. All now. that's an urban legend. All it, well, right? Because now people don't believe that anymore. Yeah, now they just it's, put it's fentanyl an urban in legend. it. Yeah, right. They just put fentanyl in it now. Yeah. But yeah, because but all of it was an urban legend. There was there's never been any proof of any of that shit actually happening.
0: Yeah, which is crazy. That that that's a whole interesting like story we need to like talk about long form or something cuz i'm 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 going to sure. do some more research about that cuz it is a very interesting like you know legend i'm going to see if anybody has like documents of that happening you know what i mean um I'm pretty i sure mean i is. have a
1: story that we could talk about when we do the show that you're talking about now but there is a, there is a, a somewhat of a true story based on that but there's been no documentation of like trick-or-treaters actually dying from uh yeah razor blades and candy or anything but yeah we can do a show on that and then a show on the satanic panic of the 1980s that those would be two awesome yeah
0: that'd be cool do. that'd be cool little eye sound stuff hope you remember yeah. it because this is the halloween episode brother because you know we're drinking heavily hope you yeah. remember all this gotta go back got to we gotta get back to it
1: yeah
0: <laughs> so uh so our girl uh, uh judy she is looking for her date for the night jay Mm -hmm. so she goes back home she's looking for jay and everything right and um so you know she 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 got a call from sal earlier but then she calls up jay and basically the whole thing is um so the whole thing is basically the jay is telling her like listen we got a party going on okay and i don't want to go to the dance anymore so we had this party going on, you know. Dances are lame anyway. All right. Yeah. So there's this party going on, and I, and I want you to come with me. It's like, okay, well, you know, you know, who who who, who would put on this party? All right. And then he's all like, well, you know that girl Angela. She's like Angela. You mean that creepy, like, goth chick in the back of the, the English class? He's like, yeah, her. <laughs> she she's putting on a party and stuff.
1: At the crematorium. Yeah, it's just like.
0: <clears throat> well, no, he didn't say that yet.
1: Oh, right, he doesn't say <clears throat> it yet. But that's where it
0: is. <clears throat> so like, so she's like, you know, he's like, oh no, no, like, um, you know, I was just thinking, like, you know, you know, Angela, uh, this is Halloween, man. This is like her Christmas. You know what I mean? So that's why I yeah. want to go to her party. And she's like, okay. And then Judy says something about her, like, oh, I can't wait to meet her weird parents. She's like, well, you know, about that, um, it's actually going to yeah, be at about the, that. it's actually going to be at the Hall House. She's like, the Hall House. <laughs> So apparently, like, there's like this house in this particular mm-hmm. neighborhood that all the kids know about, and it's supposed to be like you know one of those haunted, you know, not not a haunted house like you go to nowadays, but a a house you don't go to. You know what I yes. Mean? And then he's like, "Okay, I'll be there in 20 minutes." And then, okay, and then during this though, our our girl Judy, <clears throat> she's like getting changed, and we can see her bare ass for a little bit.
1: Yeah, which was uh one of the yeah I mean. Yeah. You could clearly tell this was written into the movie to show her, her yeah.
0: ass. So we gotta get there. Okay, when it comes to eighteen to thirty four male, brother, you got my money. You gotta money. have that. Okay, you got yeah. my money there. So now now she's in her like brawling shit. You know what I mean, looking at her tits. Then her brother mm-hmm. comes out, Billy, scares her ass. Yep. <clears throat> He's like, Hey, sis, you got big tits. <clears throat> You're gonna need a fucking uh <laughs> What do you say you're going to need a fucking uh, brace or something for that? And I was like, damn, okay. Yeah. You're pretty wild. Getting hardcore. I, I think you said something about like you won't be able to tie your shoes or something because your, <laughs> your tits will be so big you can't look at your shoes. I was wow. like, you should see some of the bitches online right now. I can't say that. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway.
1: All right. Calm it down. Reign it in a little bit.
0: That's what I do, man. <laughs> This is the Halloween episode. I gotta go crazy. That's true. That's so true. like, uh, so you know, then Billy hits the door. Okay, so this is when we see Sal. So Sal is apparently Judy's ex boyfriend or something, or they dated for a little bit, and Sal mm-hmm. basically wants to talk to her. They go back and forth a little bit, and eventually, um, Sal gives B- Billy a dollar, and he tells him where the uh, the the party is going to be at. Okay, which is going to be the the hall house. Okay, and at first yep. he doesn't believe it, but he's like, all right. So, and he takes the Halloween mask with him. So now you get one of my favorite scenes, which is probably one of the famous scenes in this film. One of the famous films. We see we see this girl in a pink dress and pink panties just bending over, brother. Okay? Mm-hmm. And then the cash... Did you see the cash register guy's faces? <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, she's, like, bending over... For, well... I mean, she's clearly just bending over just to see what he would do, right? She's just she's yeah. doing it to provoke him. But well, yeah. they're both of them. There's two, there's two, two cashier guys.
0: Yeah, No, it wasn't even a soda, bro. They, she was bending over next to, like, the Thai laundry. Oh, right.
1: Right, yeah. right, right, right. Okay.
0: So, apparently, this gas station has, like, Thai laundry you can get, you know, sure. detergent there. But, and, basically, she's doing this because of... Um, Angela, she's there. Angela's kind of like the gothic mm-hmm. chick. She is like all dressed in black. Yes. She basically looks like somebody from The Cure. All right. And yeah, she, like she, a goth girl. Yeah. yeah, she is like fucking grabbing the most random shit. It was like two bottles of like, it looked like beer, but it could have been wine, some candy, some cookies, and some tissue paper. All right. Mm-hmm. And uh, then she gives a good, old, a good old wink to the pink dress, which we're going to find out her name is Susie okay um and susie's played by one of our our, our favorites when it comes to 80s uh, horror girls
1: all right lenia quigley yeah.
0: lenia quigley yes we're yeah, talking so she go ahead
1: she, which i actually met you no as you, you have met her but she's she's supposed to be playing a teenager in this movie she's like lenia quigley was like 30 when this movie was
0: made yeah brother she's a teenager you know She's probably 18 at
1: this A 30-year-old teenager. Yeah, sure. Yeah, and okay.
0: she's, she's, she's been in a, a ton of movies we already reviewed. She was in yes. Silent Night, Deadly Night for a little bit, and she's been in yep. uh, Return of the Living Dead. And that's uh, her, yes. or, or probably her most famous film was probably Return of the Living Dead. And that's actually how she got um, hired for this job was from her performance in Return of the Living Dead. So, so after that, they're done, like, stealing stuff, and they're about to leave, and uh, we had to do one more last distraction. So our girl, uh, Susie, says, Hey, boys, do you guys have any sour balls?" And they're like, Yes, we do. It's like, Oh, that's probably why you don't <laughs> get a lot of BJs. Ooh. I was like, This movie is after my own heart. All right? That was such a, is. a corny line, but I loved it. Fucking loved it. And her character is, she always has to be putting on, like, Makeup like lipstick and stuff, There's Susan character. And Angela's yeah. all like, you know, why are you putting on so much makeup? She's like, well, I'm getting ready for all the hot boys who are going to be at this party. You promised me hot boys, right? And she's like, yes, I do. And then she's like, okay. Uh, and then she's like, yeah, I'm going to scare the shit off all these hot boys at the party. So Susan wants to fuck all the boys. Angela wants to scare them all. Got all that? Mm-hmm. Got it. So now we have uh Jay. He is coming out to pick up Judy, okay? And, he's, (laughs) boy, this guy, this kid was, like, fucking on fire. I'm surprised we didn't get more of him in this movie. So, Jay's like, hey, you know, I really like your sister. She's really nice and stuff. He's like, don't bullshit me, man. You only like her because of her big (laughs) (laughs) ta-tas. And then the mom comes out, right, with some burnt fucking chocolate. He's like, nah, I don't want that. I want to watch my figure. And she's like, well, you're fucking like these drugs to keep going. And she's like, well, you know, you don't need to watch your figure. You're skinny. He's like, nah, I don't want none. <laughs> and then the uh, the sister comes out, and, and she the the Judy's like, oh, you didn't dress up, all right? And then the, the Billy just rips his ass, saying like, yeah, he, he came up as a fucking you know, I, I didn't write down what he said, but he's like, he came out like a fucking asshole or something like that. And he calls and he did he calls her like the fucking Bride of Frankenstein. So,
1: which is always like yeah. the one, like goth girl insult, right? Yeah. You can either call it the bride of Frankenstein or the bride of Dracula. And they usually don't look like either. Yeah. Well, Maybe Judy, probably.
0: Judy, she's all dressed up like fucking, um, little house on the prairie shit going on here. I, so.
1: Yeah. Okay. I yeah. thought she was, uh, I thought she was Alice from Alice in Wonderland. Oh yeah. Yeah. Probably was. Yeah. Yeah. Like the blue dress. Yeah. The blue dress. I yeah. that was Alice. Yeah.
0: Yeah, brother, Alice. So they, uh, so now um, uh, Judy and Jay—they're outside, and Jay—he just wants some sex right there in the front porch, bro. He is ready to fuck tonight, cause he's like kissing her. He's trying to do that like long kiss, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And she's like, "No, no, no we'll have You're time right. for this later." He's like, "Okay." <laughs> so now we see Allison's favorite character, Stooge. He is back with his crew. And they can't figure out how to get to Angela's party because they can't read a map or the map that, that she gave them. So now our boy Stooge is getting all pissed off again. He calls Helen a bitch for the second time. Alright? And then he takes the wheel and then they uh, they, they kind of like curve out. Alright? So now uh, uh, uh Judy and Jay and Jay's Mustang thank you with only two seats in the front and you got to like pull the seat down, and get into the back that everybody complains about, at least if you're in my fucking inner circle.
1: Yeah. Right. Yeah.
0: <laughs> that did, it, yeah. I didn't see fucking these guys complain. All right. Our fucking no, boy yeah. Max and his girl Feeny. All right.
1: Yeah. Yeah. My, my only complaint is like it's all, you're always pushed like the passenger seats always like push like way up to like the dash get over it brother we're in style and i'm like straight up and down like i'm in some girl i feel like i'm in a straitjacket. jacket yeah
0: i'm kind of like our boy jay i don't give a shit just get in the car it's for my style not your guys so <laughs> so they get in the car and then uh max is dressed up like a doctor uh Finney, I, I guess she's like some sort of like aerobics dancer i have no idea what she was trying to be so they get picked up so we're meeting more characters here so, we're seeing that Stooges' crew is now on the side of the road. Their tire blew out. We can see that uh, uh, Jay's crew comes up. They make fun of him, and they drive up to the Haw the House. So, we arrive at the Haw House, and now we're getting some story of what this house that they're parting at is. Mm-hmm. So, apparently, this house, all right, is a old, uh, like you were saying, crematorium. It was also an old, like, funeral home, all right? Yeah. And apparently... Uh, Mr. Hall liked his... uh <laughs> I can't believe they said this. So, they, Mr. Hall liked his bodies <laughs> more than just cremating them, implying Ooh. that he fucked them all.
1: Right. That okay. implies that he fucked all the bodies, yeah.
0: <laughs> so, there, the legend was basically something happened where one night they all just died. Like, everybody in the house all fucking died. And mm. there was too much... Check this one out. There was too much blood... To figure out who did it,
1: too much blood. You can never figure like. How it out does that work out? We just had.
0: What was the house just flowing with blood, like the fucking shining or some shit? Like what was going on? I there? guess so.
1: I guess there's just so much blood that you just can't uh, cannot figure Here. out who who blood goes. So
0: away. it was basically a mystery killer, but it killed the whole family there, and then ever since then, nobody has gone in there because it's been like they they all think it's haunted. So it's just mm-hmm. a decayed place in their town. So, and then of course, is like, "I can't believe we're gonna party there." And of course, Judy's the only one that looks a little worried. Okay, so they get up to the house, and they actually do some explanation here, which is kind of neat. They're like, "Hey, you know, we, the way we can get into this abandoned house, because you know, most abandoned houses would be log gate. You know what I mean? You'd think like so. security yeah, shit." Think so. They're like, "Hey, you know, apparently." the the homeowners or the whoever owned the land kept putting on locks in the gate but it kept disappearing so they eventually gave up so that so, that's that's so why like they the, can
1: get in there easy so so like the ghosts the just took away
0: uh well i, I don't really understand that part because <laughs> well, actually I, I maybe i guess yeah i was thinking like okay well how are the ghosts or the spirits like we're going to find out how can they take off the lock if they can't go past a certain point but I guess they can um, um, I guess they can project with their spirit they can actually make a gate and and they can actually take away the gate too okay sure so the gate is in on it alright it's in on the work brother yes so Max has to check out the, the area because he heard an old urban legend alright and the urban legend was, oh, there actually really is running water underneath this building. Okay? And then yeah, they explain, the Yeah, the stream. And they actually explain, well, why the fuck they build this little brick wall behind this stream? It was like, I don't know. It's just there. <laughs> so now they I all... I think that was funny. Yeah. Well, they, they, like, they basically... They,
1: like, well, how did... Yeah. Oh, go ahead. I was going to say, it's just funny that they created... Like if it's impossible, if or if it's hard to build a, a wall on top of a stream because the, the uh, you know because it, it won't the ground won't support it. It's weird that they would create that problem in their movie, but
0: yeah. Well, the only the the reason they did this because of what we see at the end. And like I was telling you before, well, yes. they didn't have those magic trees that were blocking the spirits, and they only had this fucking brick wall, so they had to add it in somehow. Right. So. So they go into the house, and they're talking about there hasn't been a maid here. they talk about the maid dying. And then they eventually um, are looking around, and they see a casket just right there, okay? And then Jay is going to open up the casket, and out ah, pouts Saul. He's there, or Sal. He's there. He scares them all. You can see Sal and Jay kind of, like, eyeing each other because they both want the same girl, Okay? And eventually, the, everybody's calling Sal an asshole. I guess nobody likes him. And they're like, why did Angela invite, invite him? And then Angela shows up with Susan. She says, I didn't. And of course, Stooge and his whole crew are there now too. And they're all ready to fucking party, brother. Let's go. We're partying out here. Let's
1: go. Let's party. We're ready to party too. Let's do it.
0: Let's do it, brother. Let me take a little swig of this beer. Partying it up. Yep. We're out the hall house. You know what I mean? We got some <sighs> we got some hotties party over here, in brother. Got the crematorium. We got the crematorium. You know what I mean? We got
1: 30-year-old teenagers.
0: Yeah, 30-year-old teenagers going out here, brother. You know? <laughs> I fucking love to be in this movie. I'd be going wild. So, you know, we can see during there there's only a couple of stuff that happened during like the party scenes. You know, we can see that Angela is kind of like doesn't really get along with that many people. They think she's kind of weird. Uh, we can see that our girl Susan, she's flirting with everybody, shaking her ass everywhere, shaking her ass in the fire, shaking her ass to everybody. We can see that our boy Jay is looking to fuck something tonight. Okay, he is. And they're all having a good time until the music stops. All right? Our boy Stooge didn't put enough batteries in his, uh, a ju- what do we call it, boombox to last we the whole night, fucking, everybody. Fucking stooge. Should've, yeah, fucking stooge. Should have used the like, fucking Duracell. All right? What the hell? So now, Angela, she wants to play uh, uh, games now. She wants to do some to do some Halloween games. All right? And I'd be like, I'm all down. Everybody else wasn't down. They all want to drink and party. But she's down. She's like, well, what do you guys want to do? And they so they make a bunch of jokes and shit about, like, different games. All right? Um, but there she's all like, "Well, why don't we do like a séance? All right, that's what I want to do. Ooh, that's,
1: that's always a good yeah, idea." And then right?
0: Feeny, with some of her lines in the movie, which she barely had any, she suggests that they do a, a like a was like a, like a seeing the future séance, where if you yes. if you stare in the mirror, you know what I mean, you can see yourself like what you look like old, I guess. Right.
1: Yeah. See what your future is going to be.
0: Yeah, we're done that, Allison.
1: Nope. I, do I don't that, fuck with that
0: shit. I do that every day when I stare myself in the mirror. I'm like, what am I gonna look I like old? It's like I'm gonna look fucking awesome. Uh,
1: yeah, I don't fuck with that shit. I'm like the Rock. I'll figure out. Yeah, I'm sure that's what you look like when you're old. <laughs> but I'll will figure out what that what what I look like when I get there.
0: So, <laughs> so now, so so basically, they so first uh, Susan she offers up her little makeup mirror. But that's too small. We can't use that one. Okay? (laughs) So Roger and Stooge decide to wander off and eventually Stooge finds a mirror. And you can see that Roger is not too keen on this idea. We'll find out why. So they all gather around the big, creepy-looking old mirror that's randomly at the house because they got lucky. Mm -hmm. And Roger's the only one that's not near the mirror. Okay? And they're all staring at it and then... um. Angela starts saying some of the seance lines. I don't think it works at first, and then eventually the mirror goes black, and then we see a demon head that kind of looks like a like a tr- what does it look kind of like? It look kind of like a dinosaur head. You know what I mean? Kinda, yeah. Like a little bit of a, ty- a ter- pterodactyl head mixed in with a little bit of a demon. Look kind of cool. And the 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 the, uh, the mirror just breaks. All there, like, or it falls. No, no, actually, no, sorry. What happened was when we see the demon head, uh, um, Helen sees herself like old and dead and she freaks out a little bit and then the mirror comes crashing down. All right. And then we see all the whole, this is a cool scene too, the way they shot it. Where you can see all the glass, you can see all the kids like staring. Like we had the camera on the glass and the kids are through the reflection of the glass and they're all talking about the mirror coming down, making a bunch of jokes and stuff. And of course, uh, Helen, she's all freaked out now, just like Roger is, or Raj, Raj, Roger, they call them all kinds of different stuff. So, you know, they uh, then they also start hearing a noise too, okay? And of course, Susan thinks it's more cute boys, all right? But they hear the noise is coming from the basement, and basically, what it was, it was the the furnace in the basement opens up. And the little evil demon head is there. And now we got something straight from Evil Dead. We had the Evil Dead uh fast up camera. All right. You know like that first person view camera that Evil Dead did so much? We yeah, they that took there. that
1: directly from Evil Dead. They took a lot of shit from Evil Dead,
0: <laughs> let's be honest. here. Yeah, okay. but this
1: directly. Yeah, this, this directly, directly yeah. this from there.
0: And now the uh the the, the, the Evil Dead cam has now got them to where all the kids are And they're complaining about how it smells like rotten eggs. And it's got really cold in here. And eventually the demon spirit goes right into Susan's mouth, brother. So, And you know what's crazy (laughs) about... Yeah. It goes right to her first. Which is crazy about this, like, franchise... Well, I guess it's kind of a franchise. There's, like, four movies. Does that count as a franchise? Mm -hmm. It has t-shirts and shit. But, uh, which is crazy about it because Angela is the, the one to be known as, like, the main demon girl. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, she is, like, exactly. the main demon character. But she's crazy, though, because she was not the first demon character. It was actually Susan was the first demon character, which I always thought it was uh, pretty, pretty pretty, fun there. So now you could tell, like, Susan's demeanor, like, changed a little bit. You know, she's a little bit more serious. and Well, not really serious, but, like, she's a little bit, like, you know, different than how she was acting. She wasn't acting all ditzy yeah. anymore so angela said like hey we heard like three noises so now angela is like spilling the beans like hey you know we heard like three noises of shit and like we were all getting the shields and shivers you know that's sign of like demonic invasion infestation i feel like i was talking to allison over here when she was doing it's demonic infestation brother okay
1: yeah i mean it couldn't just be that it's cold but it's demonic infestation for sure
0: so, kids, they're all, like, laughing and stuff. And then, of course, Roger, he wants to get the fuck out of there. He's like, listen, guys, I had a fucking preacher as a dad. And this is a fucking house of the dead and shit. So, I got to get out and out of here. All right? And, you know, they're all saying, like, you know, don't worry about it. We just, like, Stooges just wants to party. Like, a lot of other people want to party. And this is when Angela saying, listen, it smelled like rotten eggs. We got chills in here. I'm telling you, this is, like, a demonic possession. And then... Like it was like Jason said no just ghost. So then she has to explain to us what's the difference between a ghost house and a demonic a uh, a demonic possessed yeah. infestation house. Right.
1: The demon between a ghost and a demon. So a demon yes. a ghost is a dead human being yeah. a demon has never been human.
0: Exactly. So uh, like a demon has never had like a uh, like a human body form before it just kind of just floats around. Right. Okay? Which actually makes this movie pretty interesting because what's about to happen or what's already happening where a demon spirit has entered a flesh surface before. soup, yep. which is Susan. So so you know Roger wants to leave and he, he it's dude just like I just want to party, brother. All right? And then Susan basically says like, "Oh, you want to leave Roger and Helen? Okay, just take Angela's car." And Angela's like, "What the fuck?" And then and she's like Susan's like, "Don't worry about Angela. You're not going anywhere." All right. Mm -hmm. So they, so Roger and and Helen take the keys and they leave. All right. And she's like, Hey, don't forget to open the gates before you drive right through it. So we could tell something's going to happen over there. And she's like, Let's party. All right. And it's like, Okay. And then Jay's like, Hold on, everybody. Before we go back into partying, me and Judy are going to go off somewhere. And I mean, and explore the house. Cause you know, Jay is just here for sex, brother. That's yes. his contract. He's like, I need to have sex
1: with something tonight, brother.
0: Okay. Yeah. So,
1: I mean, he should just like say, yeah, just go have your party, and we'll be back in a minute.
0: Yeah. Yeah. It's not gonna take me long. <laughs> no. All right. No, so now, no, I like this scene. This this scene was pretty cool. So Susan's like, okay, well, I gotta go to the bathroom too. Of course, Sal's like, oh, you know, you know, it's a scary place around here. I'll take it. So Sal's kind of like our like our New York guy. You know what I mean?
1: Yeah.
0: He's like the Fonz. You know what I mean? The New York Fonz right. guy.
1: And of All course, right? his name is Sal.
0: Yeah, Sal Romero. She's so like, like, Sal Romero.
1: Yeah.
0: But she's like, Susan's like, no, I don't want you. I want Stooge. <laughs> and our boys like, Sal's like, the fucking fat pig. <laughs> you don't want? You want the fat pig, not me. She's like, well, maybe, I, maybe I want some pork tonight.
1: Like, oh God,
0: these, fuck, bro. Just give me more. Give me more, give me more of the corniness, <laughs> bro. I love it. Okay. <laughs> so then, randomly, out of nowhere, the Suzanne just goes up to a- Angela and just kisses her. You know, to put the demon in her. And the guys are first are yeah. like confused, and they're like liking it. I was like, "Hey, brother. Oh yeah, it's gonna be a wild night." You guys have no idea how wild it's gonna be. Uh, and then the fire, like, why, why should like, while S- Suzanne is like turning Angela into a demon, the fire comes up and everything. So. And then, uh, Suzanne is like, uh, she's like, Suzanne just says, I'm into all sorts of things tonight. And our boy Stu is like, yeah, I'm gonna fuck that thing. Let's go. And then, now Angela, you can see that she is possessed and she starts to do a little bit of a smile. So, it's really interesting to see how Angela turned into the demon, seeing that she's gonna be like the main demon girl throughout the rest of the series. Um, so now we have Judy they're all Judy and Jay they're all looking around with Max and Feeny they're all looking around too and uh, now Max wants to tell a story to everybody okay and then Su- Susan and Stooge they go into a room and then Susan pointed out that this room is probably the one open and it was and Stooge asked her how she knew it she didn't tell him and she just locks him out alright and now Stooge is like you know trying to get in but he can't so now we get more story they're like this one, Allison. <laughs> so, Max te- talks about the um, the ancient Indian tribe that was here. Oh, okay. We got to have one of those. Okay. Mm-hmm. We have the ancient Indian tribe was here, but they didn't settle like this far out, like on this land, because they knew this land was cursed or something. And the reason yes. they know it was cursed because they had this guy that they exiled from their clan before. He settled here and he went insane. And he killed everybody in his tribe and made teepees out of them, like some sort of Ed Gein shit.
1: Right. All right. Human skin teepees.
0: Yeah. And basically, what they did was they they you know throughout the years they they, they condemned this land, and of course, us Americans don't give a shit about Indian ritual shit, kind of like in Pet Cemetery. So we just build exactly. on top. So we just build on top of it, and that's where all the fuckery is happening.
1: That's why everything's all fucked up. Yeah,
0: and of course, you know what our boy Jay thought of this whole story? Everybody out there, and Allison, you know what he thought? He was like... What do you think? He's like, I don't give a fuck. Can you guys leave so I can get my dick sucked?
1: Exactly. That's
0: what he cared about, brother. That's, that's all. all we care about. So that's what they do. He kind of, like, Jay kind of gives him, like, the little, like, you know, the business. And then Max, oh yeah, we're, we're got to leave. We gotta explore some more. And Jay's looking to get that sex, brother. And of course, he's, now Jay is trying to like, you know, fuck up on Judy. But she says this place is too creepy for her. All right. I was like, girl, you look at this ain't 2023 because you probably put that shit on your OnlyFans. Don't lie. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Don't lie to me, girl. I know I mean, you're, 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 you're not
1: wrong. No. You're not
0: wrong. <laughs> so now we have um, Helen and Roger. They're outside, but they can't find the gate anywhere. There's like, the gate was right here. Cause so now the gates just turn into that brick wall. And then she's all like, she's like, uh, he's like, you know, he's like, listen, man, you you gotta shut your mouth, girl. I'm gonna find these gates and everything. We gotta get out of here. And then eventually Helen just like disappears randomly, and now Roger's like freaked out. And then Roger goes into like this car, and I swear that this car had an Exodus sticker on it. Did you notice
1: that? I mean, that's likely. Yeah. I mean, that's a, this is a big time for them.
0: Yeah, exactly. Threshold a- was huge. Yeah, exactly. That, I'm pretty sure it did. Like, I couldn't exactly tell because it was kind of like the sticker was kind of like a little messed up and everything, but I'm pretty sure it was an Exodus sticker on this car. Pretty sure that was the boy Stooges' car, too. So now, uh, Judy and Jay are making out, even though Judy didn't want to, but she's all uh, making out. Jay, he's just trying to go mm. all in there for it, brother. He don't give a fuck. There's demons and shit and in Indian burial grounds. He's ready to fuck. But then like our girl Judy is like not giving that much and he's, and then <laughs> I couldn't believe this. This good this guy this guy Jay was like well what's what's the problem? You've done this before. And she's yeah. like, What are you talking about? I was like, you and Sal, you guys dated, right? I mean, didn't you fuck him? I mean, what's the problem? You done it before, that's why I came here. You know, I thought you wanted it. Alright? I thought you wanted this sex. And she's like, well, well, just because I was like with Jay for like a month or something doesn't mean he was like, you know, we were at sex and stuff. It's like, oh, I know you're lying. So Jay gets all pissed off and he leaves. And then I guess when he leaves, he doesn't realize or he doesn't care that the door like locked Judy in. So she's stuck. Mm. So. So, yeah, that's something you probably couldn't do now. So. <laughs> so because like, Judy's all alone now. So now Stooge, alright, he's like knocking on the door to get into the uh, inside where uh, Susan's at. And this is when we have Susan, her face is now turning into like a demon.
1: Mm -hmm. Alright,
0: she's like slowly transforming into a demon. Or she can like she can have her normal face and she can transfer to a demon's face too. So Stooge eventually breaks in. He doesn't see any Sally anywhere. It's like a dark room. So Saul, I don't care what I'm gonna say Sal, is watching Angela, okay, and he's like he, he asks her like, "What the fuck are you doing?" All right? Yeah. All right? So this is when like we're getting the uh, the the building blocks to uh, the famous Angela dance scene. Okay. So Angela's just kind of like doing all these like creepy movements and everything, like very doing all these dance movements. And then out of nowhere, the music kicks on with this great gothic song, which I actually put it on my Halloween playlist.
1: Yeah, Stigmata Martyr by yeah. Bauhaus. By
0: Bauhaus, brother, that's a great song, bro. Yeah,
1: great song. Great song. Bauhaus is a great band.
0: Yeah, they're a great band too. They're actually—I was doing some research about them, and mm-hmm. apparently, they're like one of the original goth bands.
1: Yes, they, I would say so. Yeah, I mean, I, I'm—I like goth music, but I wouldn't call myself a goth music expert. Yeah like I would like a metal metalhead head expert, but um, yeah, about house. I would say it was, is one of the original, original ish gosh bands for sure. Yeah. Um, yeah. Great band. Uh, so I saw them several times actually.
0: Oh yeah. Oh shit. Mm-hmm. That's pretty great. Yeah. yeah pretty I saw great. them one
1: time. Yeah. I saw them one time opening for nine inch nails, which was really fucking great.
0: That would been a cool show. That's pretty wild. Yeah. But they, there's a great song. They, Fit the movie perfectly and her dancing perfectly, and I got a shout out to something too. Um, mm-hmm. The the uh, the I, I believe it was in two thousand nine where the remake happened. I could have been it could have been a different. It's sometime in two thousand, but the remake of Night of the Lim- Night of the Demons is fantastic yeah. as well too. And when they do the Angela dance scene, it's to typo Negative, Black like Number One. Which song? Oh, of course, yes, of course, their famous one. I thought I bought the the, that that movie the the remake is actually pretty fantastic and I would love to do it in lights out. We're probably gonna do that next year. We'll probably do it. Yeah, Prepare yourself. I always love
1: I I always (laughs) love uh, Black Number One. Um, I'm a huge tempo negative fan, but not for the reason most people would think. But like I I love how like. uh, Like how, like the dark humor that's in their, their music. And like black number one is like the goth girl anthem. Right. But like, it's actually making fun of goth girls, which I think is fucking fantastic.
0: Have you ever heard the, uh, uh, I know we're getting off, but have you ever heard the typo negative, uh, cover of black Sabbath, the song, black Um, Sabbath?
1: Yeah. Yeah. It's great. They did a great job with that. Yeah. Yeah. Peter Steele is a genius. Yeah. Absolute genius. So anyway, we're off topic.
0: (laughs) So it kind of goes with the movie. So now okay. the strobe light kicks in, brother. I forgot to talk about the strobe light from earlier. Everybody got all excited when the strobe light happened, and I think the strobe light was from like, God, who was it? From? It was, I think it was from uh, Helen, where she said, "Yeah, I I stole this from my mom. She used to be a big acid head in the seventies.
1: She was an acid head."
0: <laughs> I, was like, I thought okay. was you, <laughs> I fucking love this movie bro <laughs> this is crazy so now now we this scene is awesome bro her dancing with a strobe like going on like to this song and everything this is a great scene fucking fantastic scene i thought it was shot really well and they hired the girl who played angela pretty much for this scene because they wanted her to be a dancer and apparently this girl who played angela she was in like some rock video beforehand that's how they kind of found her right so now, Stooge comes in and he's all like, Oh, what's going on over here? Because, you know, he can't find Susan. He's looking the fuck, too. And he's all like, Hey, it's just, Saul's so like, Hey, something's weird over here. He's like, Oh, don't worry about it. She's just ready to party. And then, Stooge goes up to uh, uh, Angela and tries to slow dance with her. And then, eventually, um, Uh, uh, Angela says like you know she never realized how much uh, uh, she liked him and they start kissing and of course Angela now turns her boy Stooge into a demon. Alright? So he is now a Mm. demon now too. And well she kind of like bites him. So now we see blood come out of her mouth. We see Stooge's mouth get all crazy but basically she just turned him into a demon while doing that. And of course Saul goes to find She's, he's like looking around and he eventually finds Susan um and she and Susan is putting on lipstick now she's doing she has pink lipstick that she was losing this whole movie, and she kind of like draws yeah. like a like a heart around her face it kind of looks like a little bit of a heart around her face and and then just, our boy I saw like is everybody on drugs in this fucking movie. <laughs> <laughs> because right? like, basically because yeah. susan kept asking like am I cute and everything am I cute with this he's like I I, I guess you <laughs> right he's like he basically saw right now just things like Angela and uh, and susan are on like hardcore drugs right now okay and this is all too weird for him all right he's like and then she was like he's like he's like I, I think I'm gonna go home now and Susan's like, well, you are home right now. It's like, no, 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 girl. This is not my house. My house has, like, nice plastic sheets and shit on there. Not this shit. Yeah. Okay, I'm going to get out of this. here. And then this is when we get the scene, a little bit of a scene, with Susan playing with the lipstick, and she takes off her shirt so we can see some tits, brother.
1: Of course, because that's what Lania Quigley does.
0: Yes. She was actually full, She actually showed, like, she, this girl's known for showing everything. All right? Yes. So now we have Max and uh, Freeney. They're going into the, this dark room, right? And they noticed that there's a coffin in there. And our boy Max is like, hey, have we ever had sex in a coffin? She's like, no. I was like, okay, well, let's do it. I was like, okay. There we go. Sounds good to me. So now now we're having the one of the other famous scenes from this movie, which was Susan slowly putting the lipstick in her tit,
1: brother. Yeah. You ever put Which, a lipstick
0: in your tit before, Allison?
1: No, but this so this like doesn't really become anything in the movie. It's just like it's not even gory. It just well, shows her put it inside, and then she's that's it.
0: Well, okay, so there was an original idea that the uh, the writer Joe was talking about. So the original idea was for her to take yeah. the lipstick and write mm. six 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 across her chest, and then stick the lipstick in her like her her chest, like right in, in her heart. Okay. Yeah. But they couldn't do that for a couple of reasons. Um, they couldn't do, I guess, it's for like the uh, aesthetics of the whole lipstick getting in there. We're not crushing, so we're like, okay, well, it's easier to put it in the tit. So they just changed it and actually became pretty iconic scene in the movie.
1: Right, because it's I guess yeah. because it's easier to make that prosthetic and yeah. push it inside. I guess yeah.
0: th- I mean this scene to me was only for like the shock value. Like, oh shit, this girl just this demon girl just put a fucking uh, you know. Or, or this possessed girl just put a uh, lipstick in her tits somehow. So, yes. And I was actually, when I, when I was, uh, when I met, uh, a cool guy, I asked her about it. She said it was just a whole plastic. Um, they made a whole mold for it and that's how she did it that way with the mold. So, mm. so now we have Jay, he's showing up. Okay. So after all the lipstick stuff, so Jay shows up, Right and uh, he looks at Susan and he's like oh this is after Susan already put the tit everything that's already happened Jay didn't see it at all he just shows up he's like oh yeah like uh, I like your paint job <laughs> he was talking about Susan because she has paint all over
1: Yeah, and then the lights just turn
0: yeah. on and I guess Jay is like oh the lights turn on and stuff and Susan just goes right for the BJ and he's like okay well fuck the lights and so, so bar boy Jay <laughs> is just looking to get fucked somehow okay because he remember he was looking at a uh, season earlier. Yes. So now Saul, he's about to leave. I keep saying Saul, it's Sal. Sal, he's about to leave, and he sees Angela's hands are on fire, and of course now he's freaking out because okay, this shit ain't right at all now. So now we got back in the car with Red with Roger. And uh, he 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 feels like Stooge is messing with them because he's moving the car, but then she sees dead Helena's body and he starts freaking out. So now we got seeing some of the action coming on to the movie right now. Uh, so now uh, Susan is uh, she's taking off her panties, okay, mm-hmm. and Jay is getting ready, and we're gonna be uh, uh, ready, and then we actually see the full the full monty with our girl Susan, <laughs> okay. Like I said, this, this is wild, bro. This whole movie's wild. So they start having sex, right? And Susan's like, hey, what are you looking at? And Dre's like, what are you talking about? I'm not looking at anything. She's like, you like my makeup, John? He's all like, yeah, what the hell are you talking about? This, it looks fine. And then Susan like whips her. This, they're all fucking during this, too, okay? Mm-hmm. Like, the penis is in there, brother, okay? It is. And... Susan, like, flip to her head and he turns into the demon. She's like, what are you looking at? <laughs> and he starts freaking out and shit. And then she, like, goes and does a uh, Dario Argento special. And she pokes his eyes out, brother. Yep. I thought that scene was fucking awesome.
1: So. Yeah, that was really cool. Yeah. So this is when the movie started getting really good to me, in yeah. my opinion. Yeah, I mean, it starts
0: to kick up. And, like, the... So, you know, the Joe guy, you know, like I said, there was a very extensive interview with him. And he's like, he admitted as like, listen, guys, like, for budgetary reasons, I couldn't just do a bunch of prosthetics at the beginning of the film. So he said, like, his plan was at the beginning of the film, the first couple, you know, the first half was going to be, like, jokes and comedy and, you know, like, you know, teenager shit. And then the second half is where all the action happens. I was like, okay. Yes. But, like, he was also saying, like, you know, that was very, like, you know something you didn't really do back in the day because he said like a lot of times with these horror movies you would start off with a bang and then maybe get into your story and they go off for the bang again you know because he, he said he even got like he said he even got um his script read by uh Wes craven and Wes craven told him like hey you gotta get something good for your opening scene but he just said he just couldn't do that at the time like he just didn't have the budget so that's why he made it like structured like this format which i don't mind that you know i think it's fine so, so now we have uh um <laughs> so after we got that scene go now we have Max and Francine they're fucking in the coffin we see Fran or Franny's titties in there too, all right all these girls are hot by the way I just want to point of that course. out there because it's the eighties brother and I like it they're, girls I like they're like their movie yeah exactly so I like how they're like fucking in the coffin and then like it's like they're like trying to move and 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 uh, uh, Franny's line like. Max, I don't bend like that. <laughs> like, Funny. Damn. Okay. So then they're 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 trying to like maneuver themselves in the coffin, and I don't know where Stooge just comes up, so it's attacking him. and she fucking takes fucking uh, Franny's head, like snaps her fucking neck, falls on um, falls on Max. Max doesn't know what the hell's going on, and eventually Stooge kills, uh, or I guess he rips off um, Max's arm, through the casket. And I guess somehow this kills Max, because he does become like a demon earlier, later, or something.
1: I suppose. I suppose yep. so. Yeah.
0: So we have Rogers back in the house now. He sees Angela, um, and he, and then of course Roger also he, he, he Rogers back in the house, and Angela comes up behind him, saying, "Welcome back into the house." Roger freaks out, and then they run into Sal. And they said mm-hmm. something's happening. Something weird is going on here. And they need to get out of here. And then uh, we can see that Angela is like creeping through all, all right the out of the house. So Stooge is trying to get to where Judy's at. But he can't get inside there. And of course Judy, she doesn't know what's going on over here. She just thinks it's Jay. Alright, but then Stooge hears Max's voice. He gets out of there. And then uh, Judy, she's still stuck in that room. And then we have... Um, we have Sal and Roger. They're all looking around everything. They're kind of like going off on each other a little bit. And they eventually hear Judy's voice. Roger doesn't know what to think. He might not be heard because, you know, everybody's acting all weird. And, of course, Sal opens up the room. Judy's there. And then we actually see a pretty cool scene. Which I thought was pretty cool it was Angela floating. Like a, like floating. Like, it looked like she was like floating throughout the house like a demon and stuff. So I thought that scene was mm-hmm. pretty cool. So they all start running. Rogers is like, "Fuck these people!" All right? He just runs all away and stuff. He leaves um, uh, Sal and, and um, and uh, Judy alone. And Angela keeps floating around to try to get him. So when 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 Judy finally sees Angela floating, she like freaks out. So she actually knows there's some demons happening now. Like so, there's like some mm. stuff going on wrong over here. So this part's pretty wild. Just Judy and Sal they uh, end up in a room, right? And then of course Sal sees like a little um window, because all the other windows are all boarded up and shit, but this one wasn't. And then they're on there, and then the lights turn on, right? And it's Susan with her caressing dead Jay's head, and she's all like, hey, what's up, guys? Y'all want an orgy? I'm pretty sure if we try, we can get Jay hard again. Ha
1: ha ha ha. Ooh. Ha ha.
0: Fuck, bro, where'd they find these lines? I love them. All right. And then, like, they all freak out. Uh, uh, Sal tells uh, Judy to run. And then, eventually, uh, Susan just throws fucking Sal's ass through the fucking window. All right, and then Judy gets on out of there. She runs. And then we see a bunch of scenes of the doors shutting all throughout the house. So all the doors are all shutting because they all control the house and stuff. So, Judy is just going to the, uh, uh, uh. Okay, so Judy ends up in the coffin room. She sees dead Max's arm, and then Max's arm grabs fucking uh, uh 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 Judy, and grabs her, and she eventually whips it away. So another scene from Evil Dead. Remember, like the hand was it? Yeah. Yeah. So basically, yeah. like I said, bro, the, the the most movie the most movie they copied was Evil Dead, and this film that's for sure. And apparently, Max and now Franny are both zombies now. They look more like zombies than they did like demons in this shit 'cause they they like the other demons like but actually it was weird, like the only demons that I actually like talked was like Susan and Angela like stooge and all of them were just like maybe like maybe that they're like lesser demons or something,
1: uh yeah, I mean, I think a lot of it is like they just that's the kind of budget they had,
0: yeah, we gotta focus on the main two brother, yeah. So, now, Judy, she's running all around, alright? She, she can't get outside, so she goes upstairs. Uh, Sal wakes up outside. He's in, like, the air shaft. And he climbs a water pipe to get on out of there. So, uh, Judy, she's in the dark now. And she sees Rogers Roger outside. Because uh, she's kind of, like, on that rooftop area. Mm. And uh, she's, like, trying to warn towards him and stuff. And then, she, right before she gets there, she runs into Susan, all right and then she then she sees her and she keeps on running and then eventually judy is on she's on the the, the it's kind of like the tippy top of the of the roof and then shoot uh, uh stooge shows up all right so all the demons are kind of following her now and then uh rogers like kind of like you know saying like hey watch out watch behind you the Stoog is right behind you and stuff and then uh uh she eventually Angela shows up and Angela's like the only one that like kind of like talks in demon form like fully talks in demon form mm. all right says we're gonna come and, and get her and of course Sal comes and Sal uh, he starts to f- fight off Angela and they both fall off the, uh, the roof and of course this is when we can see our boy Sal he got impaled brother so there goes our hero guy he's dead now and um I like this part right here because um, our last two survivors right now, you know, in this part of the movie is Judy and and Roger, which kind of reminds me of the original night of the living dead, where we had a, a, a blonde female and a black dude. Yes. So I thought that part was pretty cool. So, you know, the, uh, uh, so, uh, Judy, she's like, they're on the melee. She's about to fall off the roof, right? And Mm -hmm. our boy Roger's trying to guide her. And eventually she does fall down and she falls on Roger. And then they they get up and they get on out of there. All right. And then we can see that uh, Sal is dead now. And we have, this is when Angela says, yes, Sal decided to stay with us, you know, forever and stuff. And we can see that Sal has a grave there. And it gives us full name, Sal Romero died on this day and stuff. And, of course, they're running now. And Angela floats around. Because they thought Angela might have died for falling down. But nope, brother. that didn't do nothing. So now Roger and Judy, they run to the basement area. Okay. They're resting for a bit. And we can see that Roger is, he is just, he cannot handle this at all. Must have been that preacher dad, brother. Okay. The preacher dad didn't tell him about all this demon shit. Because he is like laughing and crying at the same time. So he's freaked out, and uh, they're in the the, the, the cremato- They're basically they're doing some like research around where they're at right now. And Judy thinks that that big um, door that she found, like they could just like, escape right through it. But like, couldn't you tell it was just like a fucking furnace? Like I told like right away.
1: Yeah, I mean that's what it looked like to me. For you're right. And Judy's like, oh, but- it
0: might be a hidden tunnel. I was like, no, bitch, that looks like a fucking furnace. Okay. <laughs> and this responds to the skull in there she's like oh this is the furnace I was like yes we know that's what it fucking looks like okay so now the uh, so now the 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 demons to find where they're out they're trying to get in alright and now Judy comes up with the idea It's like listen you know the only reason these demons are walking around is because it's like Halloween because you know on Halloween the spirits can like run freely at nighttime. but all we gotta wait is here in this room until dawn and they will just go away and Roger's like, oh yeah, that could probably work. So sure. so now the demons are like close to opening the door though. And Roger just he could just cannot handle it. And Judy's like, okay, well now I'm gonna Judy turns into her uh Lori Strode apparently from 2018 Halloween, where she is now a badass. She's like, Okay, well I'm gonna go grab this furnace pipe, okay, and I'm gonna light it so I can do a flamethrower now. Okay. I was scared mm-hmm. of shit earlier, but I know how to do this. <laughs> and of course Roger he just kicking into this stuff so the door opens and then she eventually lights their ass up alright she lights fucking Angela Stooge up with the flames brother so they go up in flames and then Roger helps her turn off the gas and he is just like bro he's like in shock he could barely do anything right, so now she's leaving with Roger. all the doors are closed why do you think all the doors are closing does that like mean something
1: uh, probably, but I can't think of what it could mean, but I think it's just like keeping them in kind of,
0: I guess it's supposed to mean like, you know, it's supposed to show like, Oh, you can't leave this house because all the doors are closing. All right, don't go out the window. Mm-hmm. Right. So, so now they're, they're leaving and stuff. And then now we can see that, um, uh, they they go to the front door. So they try to leave. But then Angela's back, and she's all like burnt bloody and stuff. And she's like, hey, you know, yeah. I got your bloody date over here. And now that we can see that Jay is now a demon, I guess you could turn into a demon when you poke out your eyes. All right. And now is he a demon, but our our boy Sal is now a demon too. All right. And then Roger, he does one of my favorite shit. He's like, Fuck this shit. And he just jumps out the fucking window. <laughs> and he leaves Judy behind. He's like, fuck you girl, I'm out of here. All right? All right? And then they... Um, uh, so basically what he's tr- Roger's trying to do, he's trying to climb the, the wall so he can get out of there because he knows the demons can't pass the wall. Okay? Because like, that's where the stream's at. So the, the demons can't walk on this, the stream. All right? right. So eventually... Uh, Judy, she follows Roger over there to the to the uh, out of the window, and they try to climb up the uh, the wall, and then all the demons come out. So we have everybody there, all the demons. We have Angela's, uh, Susan's out there, is out there, Sal, Rod, uh, uh, um, Sal, Jay's out there, Max and Freddy. They're all out there, and they all try to like bring Susan down to their to to them. So we got a little bit of a tug of war going on. Eventually, Roger—he's already at the top. Like he's quick. Like he can fucking jump up and climb up brick walls no problem. And he falls down, and he has a decision to make. He can either get his ass out of there, or he can save Judy. Because you know how scared he was earlier. You know what I mean? Yes. In the in the furnace room. All right. He had, he had the cold feet there, brother. But he's like, you know what? I'm gonna save this girl because you know, you know, maybe she'll get with me later or something. So he goes there, yeah. saves her ass from there and they both fall off the wall okay and then when they do that we randomly just get green fog Allison can you explain the green fog to me I know you were well very detailed yeah, about this, the moon.
1: yeah it's this magical magical fog yes that has like all the evil spirits that the Indians were afraid of they're oh. all in that green fog
0: oh okay that makes sense why is it green though why can't it be like you know
1: red well or, I mean green's a nice color a nice, yeah it's nice
0: so we have this uh, green I, I like my notes so we see this green smoke and, and a demon's 80s uh, head the demon 80 head Yeah, you know, the little pterodactyl head we were talking about earlier
1: yes yeah he
0: shows up and he's like looking around and he's just like I guess like when you escape the wall and they don't have any but to torture they just go back to their normal form or something I guess so. I guess. So now the uh, well, maybe maybe because they were outside and the dawn happened. I have no idea. I didn't see no light. I guess light happened. So then we see the sun come up. You know, after they've already been away, and we see Roger and uh, Judy. They actually survived. So we have two final girl and guys in this movie, and they're walking home, all defeated and shit because you know they just got their friends all died and. You know, they didn't have enough Halloween candy and beer, you know. At nope. the hall house, so they're all disappointed. And they pass the old guy from earlier. Okay. And they, uh... Basically, the guy's like, I hope all these fucking kids rot in hell. Alright? And then the old guy goes back into his house. He sits down for some food. I guess his breakfast food. And... Uh, the wife is there and she's like hey is your food okay and he's like ah, yeah it's okay what is it he's like well it's homemade pie he's like homemade what, what are you talking about it's like yeah you know there's a bunch of apples in here i don't know why you fucking buy a bunch of apples so many times so much for um for a halloween but i crushed them all together to make them not go to use and i made you a pie and he looks around like oh fuck and then like I guess if you eat apple homemade apple pie with razor blades, your throat melts and then razor blades
1: pop out. Well, you do start bleeding when the razor blades cut into you. Yeah. Although it's kind of weird that she would not notice that they are razor well, blades. Well, I
0: think she knew it because yeah. then the then after the razor blades like melt out of our boy old guy's mouth, the wife comes up to him, kisses him all happy and says, Happy Halloween.
1: Yeah, so she basically just murdered him.
0: Yeah. And then she, and then we have the end credits with the great 80s love song saying, Mm. uh, at the edge of it all, song I love you, brother. (laughs) And then that ends the night Night of of the the demons, demons, brother. I love this movie. Fantastic. So, y'all know my thoughts. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's a fun movie. It's not to be made serious, it's no fucking. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's no fucking Stephen King shit over here. No. But we no. have a great, fun party movie. You know, you go in there, you, t- you have a couple beers, maybe have a pizza, have a hot girl or a guy on your side, whatever you guys like to do, on your side, by your shoulder. You guys party, yeah. watch this movie, enjoy the retro blood. That's all This, this, is all, this,
1: is all, this is all the movie was, brother.
0: It's all just a good yeah, time.
1: Pizza and, pizza and Halloween candy. are
0: yeah. really good. Fun movie. I love this movie. Uh, Like I said before, like it's not like you know, fucking classic. You're gonna save this documented footage and put it in like some sort of history hall of fame. But I think it's a great like if you're if you're watching like a marathon of horror
1: movies, you could pop this one in. You know what I mean? Absolutely, absolutely. So I love it. It would be a good if you have a Halloween party. Like so, what would be really cool is if you had a Halloween party at a big house. Not unlike the house in this movie. Yeah. Where, you know, you have beer and you have people hanging out and you have hot girls and yeah. you know, cool people and heavy metal and goth bands and yeah. playing on this on the boom box and then in the background you've kind of got like, you know, horror movie like a horror movies projected on like a big screen or something. Yeah. This could be one of those yeah, exactly. that fit That's in what I'm there saying. pretty well.
0: Like you don't have to pay attention to it during the movie. You know what I mean? Like at yeah. the party. But it's on the background. If you want to watch it, you know, just watch it. It's a great time. Yeah, yeah. exactly, so, exactly. And that's what I think some horror movies should be. You know, they don't have to be, like, yeah. this whole, like, dark... Nothing, it doesn't have to be deep. Know? Yeah, like, that's, that's... Like, I was saying this before, like, and I'll say it here for this one. Like, a lot of horror movies, like, nowadays, you know, they have to be, like, very deep, very dark, very groody. You know what I mean? Like, oh, like, this... This tragedy happened, you know what I mean? We got to be very somber music and shit. Like, bro, I just want to party sometimes, all right? Can you just show me a horror yeah. movie? Let's just go out there, have some fun, have some demons, teenagers going all crazy and shit. And then, you know, that's why I kind of like Yeah, We're really, the, uh,
1: really bad about that now.
0: Yeah, that's why I kind of liked uh, The Terrifier too, because I thought it was pretty fun. Like, it was a fun horror movie. You know what I mean? Yeah. They just need more yeah. of that now. now. Everything's too serious nowadays, brother. Let's just get out there and have fun. So, but that's my two cents on yep. it, Allison. But uh, what do you think?
1: I agree. We should go back to having fun. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, I think that, I mean, it's just a, you know, it's just a dumb movie. I mean, it's like, um, you know, like it doesn't take a lot of thought, but it doesn't need a lot of thought. It's just fun. It's just a fun movie to watch yeah that's what i'm you saying know. that's all you need like you could watch it with no sound and still get the same impact out of it exactly
0: you just have a good time in the background play some metal during it you could play the whole king diamond yep. city during this and everything go just exactly. fine no exactly. problem so but yeah i mean fuck bro what a halloween month it's been for the retro blood. i mean we did hell yeah but it's been Marathon a wild months. month if you think about it i mean we did jason yep. 5 which had Tits yep. and cocaine. <laughs> okay. Mm-hmm. We did Jason Seven that had some uh, little bit of a tits and uh, um, a telekinesis shit going on. We had fucking Jason g- Takes Manhattan, which had fucking heroin and fucking dark scenes and that shit. Yeah. Then we get a fucking Night of the Demons. So I'd say this is a pretty successful Retro Blood month, everybody. So pretty wild. Pretty wild this month. So, and of course, we had the, um, we've already had the battle of the Halloween Havocs happen, of the Lights Out, brother, which you whooped my ass at. Ah. And, yeah, of course... Victory. But we're not done, though. Because... No. In about two days from now, on Halloween, brother, the Retro... Mm-hmm. Well, the Lights Out is back. Talking Freddy versus Jason.
1: So... Yeah, how could we not do that? Yeah. It's fried up rally. Well,
0: we had to, because, you know, we did the Freddy movies at the, our, our beginning of the show. And, of course, mm-hmm. this year, we did the... uh the Jason movie, so we had to talk about Freddy versus Jason. So should be a pretty fun one. Good, good old discussion on there. But uh, but yeah, everybody, uh, happy Halloween from the Retro yep. Blood. Hope you all yeah. were drinking. Like we, I think we encourage people to drink during this episode, right? Like if yeah, you you should be
1: drinking during this episode. Yeah, you've if you, done it wrong. Yeah,
0: if you haven't, like just like you know, save this tape for for later. Listen to it again yeah. and then start drinking. Listen, you'll right, enjoy listen it a lot. Do it
1: again. Yeah, drink drink some beer, eat some Halloween candy. Yeah, that's all you
0: need. And you could put the movie on the background while we're talking about it too. You could do that. Yeah, that'd be fun. So, but everybody, oh, before we get out of here, so Mm -hmm. you know, next month, November, brother, big
1: big big month. We talked about this for a long time. I'm pretty excited about this month because
0: I haven't seen Mm -hmm. any of these movies before, and it's going to be a pretty fun topic mm-hmm. so if you remember last year everybody we did a universal monsters month where we talked about we dracula frankenstein wolfman um what was the other one mummy yeah how could i forget mummy. the mummy how could i forget that movie <laughs> that was great <laughs> so, this, so in the archives
1: go back and yeah. listen to it.
0: so for november we have decided to break that down a little bit And we have decided to do werewolf movies out of the 1980s, which I cannot believe there is a shit ton of those fucking movies out
1: there. Lots of them.
0: That's crazy. Like, there's just so many. There's just some werewolves alone.
1: So we picked four. Four, yes. From all over the different, all over the world. Yes. And all different kinds of werewolf movies. So you're going to enjoy this.
0: Yes. And of course, the first one we're starting out, Pretty Hot Brother and Pretty Crazy One, which I've heard is pretty crazy. It's going to be the Company of Wolves. Yes. Which um, you can find on uh, Shutter, I believe.
1: Shutter, mm, Shutter has yes. it. Yeah.
0: It used to be on the Peacock, but I think it's on the Shutter now. So. But yeah. So come join us in November, everybody. We're going to be talking about all about werewolves. I mean, what's better than that? Werewolves and Thanksgiving. And uh, I do want to bring this up. I might bring this up with you later, Allison. About uh, maybe reviewing that new Eli, Eli Roth movie.
1: Is that thanks Maybe. Yeah. We can. Yeah. Because that's finally coming out, right? Yeah.
0: yeah. It's coming out this year and like, next month or this coming month
1: in um, November. So. Yeah. Because he's been talking about doing that since the House came out like 10 years ago. Yeah. He's been more. talking about doing it for a while. More so. than that. Yeah. And I'm
0: pretty excited because we haven't had a good, like, Thanksgiving theme horror movie in a while. We have a lot of Christmas ones, mm-hmm. but we don't have a lot of Thanksgiving ones. So I'm pretty excited about that movie. So we're probably gonna we're we'll probably end up talking about that in the lights out too. So we'll see. But everybody, yep. it's time to get on out of here. The party is now coming again. You don't have to leave, but you can't stay here, brother.
1: All right. So we're. Thanks, gonna- <laughs> it's very funny.
0: That's a pretty good line. I used to hear that in the bar all the time. So. Uh, <laughs> How about we we leave everybody with some King Diamond brother? Probably my favorite song off the album. We're going to be ta- we're going to be listening to Welcome
1: Home. That's perfect. Welcome Home. Because
0: it does relate to this movie because all the demons were basically saying welcome home to the hell house. All right? Mhm. And you're this is your new home. You're going to be stuck here forever and you're going to be a deadly demon brother. So. Yep. But everybody, cheers. cheers. Happy Halloween. I'm going to go pass out somewhere. And we yeah. will see you in two days on the Lights Out, brother. And next month for the Werewolf movie. So Yeah, come and see us. Stay awesome, James Klein.
1: See you all later. See you guys.